0: Hey, Ducks fans, as you know, there's no sport like hockey. With the fast pace, the fights, and the highlight real goals, cue Connor McDavid embarrassing Morgan Riley. Bleh. Come on, that was a nice goal. <laughs> there's no better way to enjoy this sport than also by betting on it. You guys understand the game like nobody else, and you can turn your knowledge into cash with my bookie. No other sports betting book gives you more ways to win than my bookie with the best payouts and better odds than any other sports book. Of course, they have more than just hockey, for example, you can bet on the current NBA season, UFC fights, and more. There's a little something for everybody with MyBookie. So, Nate, if you want to join right now, MyBookie will give you 50% bonus on your first deposit. So, let's pretend I'm MyBookie. You All give right. me $100.
1: Okay, here's $100.
0: Thank you. Now, I'm going to give you $50 that you just give back to me.
1: Awesome, there you go. There you go.
0: Now, you got $150 to 150 play with. Fifty bucks, and I only spent 100 Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So... If you want, MyBookie will give you up to $1,000. Of course, you got to have deep pockets for that. You got to deposit $2,000 to get that, but still $1,000. I, I can't afford that
1: much, but I could, I could probably do like the 100 one.
0: Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> to use this offer, you can visit MyBookie.ag, that's M Y B O O K I E.ag, and use the promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. Again, that's MyBookie.ag with the promo code THPN play, win, and get paid. Now, here's the next episode of The Quack Report. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to The Quack Report. We have a packed episode for you guys three games to talk about, one
1: upcoming game, some news, some standings, the whole shebang for It's you. like three games in like the 4 days in between episodes. Like that's actually a lot of hockey to play. That is
0: a lot, yeah. To be fair, this uh this Coyotes one was on the night that we talked about, yeah, or that we recorded so we I didn't guess. get to talk about it. So it went but still like Wednesday to
1: Saturday they have three games. Yeah, that's days. a lot. That's and a lot of and games. they had a good record with it too. It was 2 and 1 yeah, in, exactly. in those three, so.
0: Yeah so um it's a pretty good week i, I would say so for sure
1: um, you don't have me yelling this one about well fuck us
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um yeah like you can't go you can't complain about two and one especially i think
1: we're all these games on the road oh no the coyotes one was at home um uh, yeah, i don't remember coyotes was at home and tampa was at home la was on the road but it's literally oh, okay. just down the road like yeah so not, not very far not really
0: on the road like
1: yeah. They, it's, they it's, probably it's, went back to their home. It's going to the next suburb. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Before we get into this game here, uh, I just want to mention Troy Terry uh, is back from the AHL. So we're going to be talking about him quite a bit in these few games. <sighs> oh, yeah. In the AHL, he played seven games, three goals, seven assists, 10 points. So damn. Pretty good stint for him. Damn, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only one game without a point, Five game point streak uh, to start in the AHL. Then when, went without a game. Got a couple points in his last game before being called back up. There you So, go. yeah, um, uh, yeah, definitely showed big confidence booster for him. He uh, he was really good in these first couple games back.
1: Yeah, for sure. First three, I guess. Why did we send him down again? Was it a conditioning stint or? Uh, I believe. I, I yeah, I was. believe so because yeah. he, w- he was he was. I was like, I don't know there. why we would otherwise. Like, I yeah, yeah I didn't remember that because everything's just kind of been a blur lately. But
0: yeah, but then we kept him down there because he was doing so well. Yeah, then we had our break and then. Yeah, I might as well yeah. keep him down during that time. So yeah, and then call him back for. Um, I guess did he play against San Jose? I don't think he did. I, don't I don't guess remember. second game back after the. Yeah, I he don't think. He oh no, did. he did. No, he, oh, he did. Play. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, now, now you can really see that his he's built some confidence and he he had a few points. Absolutely. So, uh, well, let's get into this game against the Arizona Coyotes here. This was a four-two win for the Ducks, which uh, as we. I mean, we predicted that they would lose, but you had mentioned that we always seem to have a good game against the Coyotes, so yeah, uh, it seems that we did. Like they, they looked really good.
1: Yeah, they did absolutely, and like I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what it is necessarily about playing Arizona specifically, but it just brings out like really good kind of in both teams. Like that's yeah, like even though we won, it's not to say that the Coyotes did shit either. Like, no, yeah, it was still it was really a good. So, game it was a both solid ways. game, both yeah, both sides exactly. Yeah. Offense was going on both ends, defense was. Tight when they needed to be goaltending on both sides was great i thought
0: yeah really good game of hockey just all around for sure yeah for sure
1: um to get into our predictions here
0: you actually predicted a 4-2 score just for arizona yeah, for there, arizona. So, yeah so pretty close i said 5-2 i think probably because i was going to say 5-2 uh and steven said 2-1 or two loss
1: 4-2 you mean you were gonna say that
0: yeah what yeah. did i say
1: 5-2. you said you said you were going to say 5-2 but oh so yeah you yeah. said 5-2 no, i
0: meant five-four-two. 4 2 yeah yeah uh, and then steven said overtime loss. Uh, He got the number of goals for the Coyotes right. That's about it. Yeah. um, uh, Goalies for this game. Anti-Ranta for the Coyotes. Faced 32 shots. Stopped 28 of them for an 8-7-5. We had Gibson in net, of course. And he
1: faced 27 shots. Stopped 25 for a 9-2-6. It was a good night, I thought, honestly, for both goalies. Ranta's numbers maybe don't show it as much. Like, he had the one kind of hiccup that... I'm sure we'll talk about here. But besides that, he looks pretty solid, I thought.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, definitely really stepping up in the absence of Darcy Kemper for Arizona there. <coughs> Excuse you. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you with all the wiggly things in your mouth. Hold <laughs> the
1: word in my mouth. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Number one rule of podcasting, Nate. Don't eat and podcast.
1: What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it affecting your hearing, too? <laughs> uh, get into the first period of this game here. To open... This game up, really. Uh, Troy Terry gets a good scoring chance, just kind of sneaks in the back door. So yeah, you could really see that he found his legs maybe after the first game uh, back in the NHL against San Jose there. Yeah, he's he looked really good. And just a few minutes later, he picks off a pass, puts a shot on net, and it just deflects off of Henrik's skate and goes five hole on Ranta, which was uh, Henrik's 16th goal of the season. Only assist going to Terry there, but really it was Terry's goal, like picking off that pass and just having the heads up ness i guess to put that shot on net and oh, yeah. just happened to deflect off of henrik and go in so yeah exactly
1: i mean you pretty much summed up what i would have said too just great heads up play by uh, terry there and he generated that goal so
0: yeah for sure uh coyotes do answer back pretty quickly though uh henestroza manages to snipe one on the rush so we got a 1-1 game fowler attempts to answer back by stepping up on the rush but it just doesn't go in grant gets a good brick a good breakaway off of the opening draw of an Arizona power play. He can't capitalize, though. I really like the effort by Derek Grant there. Uh, again, like, he's just Elite found some center. lanes. <laughs> Elite center. Elite center Derek Grant,
1: sorry. But, like, I know as much as we, like, joke about that but like he really is kind of starting to form into that for this team the more that we see of him this season yeah using elite in a loose sort of way like, yeah to be honest it's, it's but elite like, for our team I guess <laughs> yeah but
0: no he he is a really good center for wherever he plays whether it's the second or third line like he kind of goes back and forth in that, that middle six role and yeah he just always looks good and it seems every game he always gets at least one good play so and this was one of them right here
1: I just want him to pull the cocky move and just be like get Slav second line get down there yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking the first line look at me I'm the captain now (laughs) (laughs) grabs the seat off his jersey sticks it on his own
0: (laughs) that was obviously a shorthanded attempt there by Grant another one on I believe it was on the same uh, power play was with Rowney and Jones Uh, good passing play by them on the rush but Ranta says no once again and then a nice give and go play by Henrique and Kasha there so Henrique gives it to Kasha Kasha with the Gorgeous spin pass. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That was was so good. Uh, And, yeah, right back to Kasha, who gets another easy goal in this game. So, uh, Henrik really capitalizing on his team's effort there.
1: That was a better spin than the spin cycle my washer does. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need a new washer. (laughs) think you need a new washer? But, yeah, no, that was a – yeah, absolutely – Great play! That'll make a plays of the week uh, package for sure. Oh, definitely. If it doesn't, yeah. I'm gonna be writing letters, very yeah. angry letters, and I'm gonna you know get the calligraphy set out and make it look really pretty, but also be like "fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen the? Have you ever just seen "fuck you" written out in calligraphy? Oh, it's gorgeous. It's it's gorgeous, but you're also like, I'm actually personally offended by this. <laughs> yeah, it just gives it just a
0: little bit more impact than like yeah. writing it in capital. It's like this person actually, actually took
1: mark. the time to write "fuck
0: you." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to end off this first period here, Henrique gets another good chance, but he can't capitalize to give himself the hat trick in the first period. Not yet, not yet. Yeah, no, he doesn't do it at all. Ah, uh, but... spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's already happened. We can spoil it. Yeah, fair. It's kind of like movies where like if you haven't seen the movie after a year, then like spoiler warnings don't really matter. Like it's on all you right, for not like, seeing it over actually, the year. No, I
1: feel like it's more like a movie that's like based on historical events. It's like oh, oh, all yeah. the Titanic sings at the end of the movie. Oh, spoiler. No, that happened like 108 years ago. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, there's a little bit of a spoiler window for for hockey games, though. Yeah. Like,
1: like a day, though. Yeah, a not, day. A, not a whole year. Yeah. Or a hundred. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's move on to the second period here. Early on, Gibson denies Derek Stepon on a breakaway. He bites on the first attempt, but makes a really nice save to just get the glove down and deny Stepan of... What could have made this game a little bit closer?
1: I saw this save by Gibson. I dropped to my knees and I bowed. <laughs> oh my god, it <laughs> <Yeah>, was great. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome.
0: On the other side, though, Lindholm manages to keep an errant pass in at the line, and then he just says, "You know what? I, I don't want this." Claps a bomb, glove side on <laughs> Ranta. Not even tip, just just, just straight. Puts it two. on net and it goes in. Like, oh, that was such a nice, such a nice shot.
1: Yeah, that was only his second goal of the season, surprisingly. Yeah, with a shot like that, I don't know though. It actually didn't seem like he was trying to necessarily score on that. It seemed like he was more trying to put it on net for like a rebound attempt, and he just happened to go in. And he's just like, yeah, all right. I mean, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: that goal was assisted by Derek Grant and um, Nick Delorier as well. So Grant just everywhere again. Yeah, Grant's quote unquote or in quotes errant pass. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was it, just a it was sweet purpose. pass. <laughs> yeah. So, that, yeah, that makes the game 3-1 to one for the Ducks here. Arizona tries to answer back. Uh, they got lots of attempts on the rush, but Gibson manages to make the save on them. Another give-and-go, which seems like a play that uh, Dallas Eakins might have drawn up, like, hey, let's get some give and goes going. Yeah, he managed to sneak in past the defense. Worked a couple, or worked once. Um, they tried it again here with Silverberg and Raquel. Led to some scrambling in front of the net,
1: multiple good chances, but no dice. I think they just gotta yeah like if that's kind of like a play that they're working out they just got to tweak something with it to make it work a little bit better because a little bit more consistently yeah. yeah like you just don't see many ducks goals coming in off the rush so like I've talked previous episodes um probably beaten it to death at this point but like a lot of their goals seem to be coming from movement in the offensive zone it's not it's not goals on the rush really too often so yeah,
0: which is great it's easy to To fix getting goals on the rush more so than cycling because cycling is like the longer term game. So if you got that, uh, it's just a lot of hard work. If you can get some, yeah, exactly. It's just trying to get
1: open during the rush. Yeah.
0: So a bad angle shot by Larson Kraus manages to bank in off Gibson to make this game three to two. Just uh, I don't know if Gibson was trying to cheat a little bit, uh, expecting Kraus to go behind the net, but Kraus just throws it on net and uh, yeah, at a bad time, Gibson just lets off his post and it manages to go in.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you watch the replay and he starts to pull off the post a little bit thinking it's going like either behind the net like just in some way to the other side essentially and yeah he pulls off just that little bit that allows the shot off of his hip to go in and i don't know not gonna beat this one too hard as well gibson knew right away what he did and yeah so he's the professional i'm gonna back off here (laughs) yeah (laughs) it happens it happens
0: what's great though is gibson managed to stay strong after that i guess bad goal you know that because that is really Gibson's fault. he knows it yeah. as well. so, but yeah, he managed to stay in the game mentally and kill off an Arizona power play there. So
1: as much as that's like as much as like he kind of like moved on from it though, you know like at least from my perspective of like being a goalie myself, that's gonna stick with you for a little bit, and you're gonna work that like fixing that to death, even though you like probably had it before already. Yeah. I had one goal a couple of years ago. And it was like, yeah, the only goal of the game. And I was like right up tight to the post, like nothing should get in. And one guy managed to squeak one in only goal of the game. But it just stuck with me the whole time that the next practice, I told my assistant, I'm like, I want to work on this. I want to like, I want you to take a look, see if there's any holes or that sort of thing. And he just like, I just like got into that position every time. And the guy probably took about 50 shots on it. He's like. There's nothing there. He's like, you he just happen to get one. I'm like, no, something's got to be here. Like, where is it? We're we're gonna find this. He's like, there's literally nothing. Took a picture and everything. He's like, there there's no hole here. He's like, I don't know how he managed it. It was just lucky. He's like, move on. Yeah, yeah your goalies <laughs> are a
0: weird breed. We that's can for be. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
1: that one just that one stuck with me. So I can see that. St- I can see this one sticking with Gibson for a little bit too, and he'll probably want to like just do something to. Like try to fix it Even though you know What you did wrong mm-hmm. Yeah so they End off the
0: second period Arizona on the power play They don't score At the end of the second So we can move on To the third Right Wrong No oh. We can't <laughs> <laughs> Because elite center Derek Grant Yeah Takes a spin shot Just a Not a shot Not a spin pass Spin shot Spin shot Yeah After stealing the puck In the offensive zone On the penalty kill Which Oh man Oh Puts that shot on net Rebound Right to Carter Rowney And he just buries it In the empty net Just
1: great Okay so Let's put it this way There's uh, Grant's spin shot Is first Mm -hmm. There's Kasha's Spin pass Mm -hmm. And then there's my washer (laughs) (laughs) Yeah The level of
0: spinniness Yeah So yeah (laughs) yeah, How much I love it (laughs) That was Rowney's Sixth goal Of the season Assisted only by Derek Grant Because of that Beautiful steal 4-2 game so, obviously, that was the final score. Not a lot to talk about in this third period. Uh, good chance by Keller on uh, the early power play that carried over from the second there. But good Branson for Vesna yeah, the say, puck out and then with the kick save to, <laughs> to knock away the rebound. Oh, I was going to say,
1: we were talking a couple episodes ago about like, oh, what do we do like in the future, right? Like Ryan Miller's not going to be around forever as a backup. John Gibson's not going to be around forever as a starter. What do we look to in the future? Good okay, Branson at the moment is uh, goalie number three. He's the emergency backup. I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. Yeah, <laughs> promote from within.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not from the AHL, just from within the NHL system. Yeah,
1: or Strap don't even have like the emergency man? guy sitting up in the stands there. It's just good no, Branson. You got you got the old set over there. Okay, if we need you, you're getting in. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then Kasha. Really, just to end off this, well, not to end off the third, but to end up off our talk of the third. Nice play to poke the puck a- ahead to Sam Steele. Just kind of a loose puck, and he dies. Pokes it up, to- and Steele manages to get it. Gets a breakaway. Man, if,
1: if Steele scores on this one, oh, that's Ka- the that's like, the play of the year. Yeah,
0: Kosh- <laughs> Kasha gets like play make of the year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so with this win against Arizona, that is the Ducks' twentieth win of the season. Woo! So pretty we, did, pretty big hit milestone we there. did hit it we got it that's good. well
1: before tr- uh, Detroit I was yeah. Gonna say Toronto but yeah I was nope. gonna say like
0: <laughs> to be celebrating your 20th win you know after 50 go- games played in the season so far maybe not a big accomplishment but yeah. there's some teams that might not even hit 20 this season so that is true yeah all right let's move on to the game against the lightning here shall we it
1: I'm just gonna say this right now it was a lot better than I expected it to be
0: yeah me too uh 4-3 loss it, it was very close the whole way through the ducks were were always in it there, there wasn't a moment I was where they say, didn't so. the lightning
1: score their fourth goal i guess which would be the goal head with only like 10 minutes left
0: yeah i believe so so yeah it, it was very close our, our predictions were way off we were not expecting this <laughs> close 5-1 loss 4-1 loss and a 6-3 loss so i guess
1: technically you were the closest but also like not but also <laughs> not yeah if you combine us though,
0: because you said four um, one loss, so you were saying oh lightning get four. I was saying six three loss, so I was saying oh ducks. I get guess you're three. Only, you're only so. two
1: goals off in total. That's true, yeah. So, but so were you. Yeah, but mine's saying like four one. You had at least six three. So the ducks did have the three goals. Yeah. So you just gave Tampa two extra. I'm just trying to give you some some benefit yeah. here. I'm just saying that you won. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take
0: it. Thanks. <laughs> Gibson was in net once again. He faced only 22 shots, stopped 18 of them for an 8-1-8 save percentage. Can't really blame him on these, though. Again, stats don't really tell the story of this game necessarily. Yeah,
1: exactly, and you haven't said it yet, so I'll just say it quick. Vasilevsky had 23 saves on 26 shots for an 8-8-5. This was, so, like, okay, not to say that the Ducks are an offensive threat, but especially the Lightning are. And you look at the two goalies in Vasilevsky and Gibson no matter what the team is really in front of them these are good goalies and yeah they had a low they had like a quiet night almost like Vasilevsky a little bit more is like a lot closer to average with like 26 shots against but like yeah this is a quiet night so that's really why these numbers don't look the greatest but the overall play was pretty great I'd say for both sides so it's just very defensive surprisingly
0: yeah definitely for sure
1: so we did wear the orange jerseys in this game, which oranges, was, uh,
0: which contributed to the loss because we always,
1: you know, tend to lose with the oranges. I thought we had like a f- like a f- like a 500 record with them.
0: Oh, maybe. I think I thought we've done like better. We've counted it before. It's not as good as you'd expect yeah. with how we'll, good those we'll take, jerseys look. Yeah, so.
1: we'll take a look again, but yeah.
0: Um, so in the first period of this game, Palat manages to open the score early, just I believe five minutes in, sneaks one five hole on Gibson to make it one nothing. One thing I really liked about Henrique in these these few games here was uh, just his effort, really. You know, uh, Dallas Eakins tended to put him out following a goal, and he always managed to, you know, bring some energy and, and get good chances, which he did here, which is huge early on against this strong Tampa team. So. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, Henrique is definitely a team guy. And, again, you kind of said everything that I would. So mm-hmm. uh,
0: Gibson was also strong early, and I thought the defense were really good at clearing pucks uh, as well. Like... Gibson's rebound control maybe wasn't perfect uh, to, to start this game off. He made good saves, but the rebounds
1: weren't quite there. But, yeah, the defense were,
0: were right there to clear rebounds away, which I really liked.
1: Yeah, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier of how this was a very defensive game on both sides. Both uh, D groups are, like, really going strong. And uh, it was great to see out of Anaheim, at least, because I know that's something that I've also probably beaten to death as well of the defense really needs to tighten up or that sort of thing. So it was great to see that. Uh, not only just in general, but against uh, like a strong Tampa Bay Lightning team. Yep, no, for sure.
0: First, good scoring chance of the game for the Ducks. Kasha manages to tip a shot on net, but it goes off the post and just comes right back out. Ducks keep the pressure going, though. Off an offensive zone faceoff, Raquel fans on a shot, manages to recover the puck, carry it into the slot. He spins and goes top shelf. Another spinny move. So Ooh, now your washer's in fourth place. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Raquel's thirteenth of the season from Del Zotto and Gets laughs. So we got a one-one game here against A Strong Tampa Bay team.
1: You know how they always say that like the machines will rise and like kill humans for what we've done to it? Yeah. Yeah, my machine my washing machine's coming after me first. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with the amount of shit talking yeah. that you're
0: doing against it for sure.
1: It's it's probably it's probably gonna like destroy my clothes tonight. Today's laundry day for me. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh another good attempt
0: on the the rush for the Anaheim ducks here, but Vasilevsky just doing Vasilevsky things, making some big saves. I think was it last time we talked about Vasilevsky, how was only twenty four? Or was that on our own show, the shooting around show? Which you can catch every Monday. I don't wherever. remember. I think it
1: I think it was this one. Yeah. But yeah, yeah th-
0: he he just blows
1: my mind. Constantly. Yeah, for sure.
0: Not to toot the other team's horn, but like he he made some really good saves, and this game easily could have went to the Ducks. I think it him.
1: was this game actually with Tampa winning that he became the fourth fastest, no, the fourth goalie ever in NHL history to record 150 wins in 250 games or less. Well,
0: it's not a stat we want to hear on this <laughs> podcast.
1: No, but it's still impressive as <laughs> yeah, like in general because yeah, like. For sure. Because, yeah, the only other goalies to do that were Braden Holtby, Ken Dryden, and Andy Moog. So, like, that's some pretty elite company there. So Yeah, no,
0: for sure. Gibson seemed to have some issues with the five hole in this game. As he was sliding across on the rush, he manages to... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Gross.
0: (laughs) He manages to let one slide in past him, and uh, we got a 2-1 game. Doesn't deter Gibson, though. He does manage to stop Killorn on a breakaway, who... If I remember correctly looked like he wanted to maybe go five hole don't really remember the breakaway but I just know he stopped him so
1: yeah just stop yeah yeah I don't remember really either which is good for confidence that's what you want confidence is key <laughs> yeah
0: nearing the end of the first period here Delzato gets his second goal of the season he manages to hold in a clearing attempt and uh just walks to the top of the circles with it but just shot right on the ice bottom corner good screen by uh, big body Rowney for Vasilevsky there which is a big deal because Vasilevsky's like six seven. So he's if you're a screening tall him, tall dude. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> like, but like because he's so tall, he gets low to the ice. So like you almost want to take advantage of that if you can for that split second to screen him like Roundy did. So. Yeah, and yeah,
0: that goal was unassisted. Just a, a good job by Delzato to hold in that clearing attempt. So we got a two two game. Looked like it might have been a three two game for us here late in the period with Henrik going to Kasha for a partial break, but that just uh, goes off. The, Vasilevsky's blocker there not really a save just more of Kasha shooting on on Vasilevsky's blocker but 2-2 going into the second period which
1: is
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you weren't expecting that were you no I was not (laughs) (laughs) why don't I just do this by myself (laughs) (laughs) because you know it's less fun (laughs) Yeah, yeah you're right All right, getting into the second period here Silferberg sends a shot pass to Sneaky Getzlaff, who manages to come in the back door. Sneaky Sneaky (laughs) Getzlaff. But Getzlaff's tip just goes right off the post, so uh, still 2-2. Would have been nice to see a a nice Getzlaff goal. Would have been nice. Sneaky clutch. Captain Sneaky.
1: Captain Sneaky. Yeah.
0: Sorelli tries to go five-hole again, but Gibson says no. Uh, He does manage to embarrass Fowler on the play, though, going between the legs for this good attempt so that that kind of hurt me a little bit to see but um, (laughs) as long as he didn't score then we don't have to see it again Yep. in the second period pretty dominant power play by the Ducks unfortunately Vasilevsky says no Uh, but yeah they had lots of really good chances on that uh, (laughs) that power play there yeah absolutely yeah and uh, compared to our nice big PP. Uh, Tampa Bay's <laughs> got a, a sad little PP where they got like oh one one little half shot on there. I
1: so. didn't think you were actually gonna go through that, with that joke. <laughs> yes, no, I was. <laughs> you you have a dominant PP for going with that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
0: to end off this second period here, um, Tampa Bay manages to score a goal. Just a a hammer from the point by Ruta of Tampa Bay, which is in quotes, tipped by Sorelli. And by tipped, we mean he was standing in front and it went off his knee and went in. Yeah, just
1: smacked off the inside of his
0: knee. Yeah, which looked pretty painful. That was a a pretty tough shot. It's not quite the same, but I had a paintball
1: shot to that spot.
0: Oh, that does not feel good. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it would probably be similar. Yeah. Like slap shot to the knee with a shin pad or a paintball just rod of the knee. Either way, it would hurt. Yeah, either way, it hurts. Yeah. All right, third period of this game here. Big body Kucherov, as opposed to big body Rowney, who I like a little bit better. Uh, he takes a, sh- a hit from Manson and then just bounces right off of it, continues streaking in, and just backhands it top shelf by Gibson. All I have to say for that, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at all. <laughs> how, Kucherov? How? Oof. Well, like they said on the uh, the broadcast, too, you can see why he was, uh, he was a heart winner last year, right?
0: Art Ross or Art Ross, yeah. yeah, or Hart. No, did he win the one of them? Yeah, oh yeah, it was the Art Ross for sure.
1: Yeah, I can't remember if he won. Yeah, the I thought he was, I thought it was the Hart as well for MVP. Yeah, not maybe. Either yeah. way
0: though, yeah, you can see why he's yeah winning trophies. Like yeah, just just a huge huge guy with lots of offensive talent for sure. Yeah, exactly. The Ducks pull Gibson for the extra attacker to end off this third period here, and laugh sends the puck for Raquel who. Takes a shot pass to Sneaky Boy Terry. And,
1: sneaky boy Terry. Eh,
0: I like in, that name. In the Gets Laugh spot. I do too. Sneaky Boy Terry. <laughs> sneaky Boy Terry. <laughs> and uh he manages to make this game four three so a little bit more interesting. Uh unfortunately that's the final score, so the ducks don't get any more. But Terry's yeah. fourth goal of the season, assists to Raquel and Gets Laugh. So
1: there you br- go. Pretty
0: good effort all around, I would say. Yeah, I'd say
1: it was. I'm just finalizing here. As you've been talking about this, I was trying to figure out our record actually with the jerseys. Oh yeah. You um, should save
0: that because we always have to figure it out when they wear the orange jerseys.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I'll save it here. But taking a look, all right. So it was we are four, four, and one wearing the jerseys. Okay, wearing the third jerseys, yeah. and we still have five games left to wear those jerseys. That is, I think the me, next one's against Calgary. Is that right? No, the next one is against Vancouver on the sixteenth. Then they wear them again on the seventeenth in Calgary. Oh,
0: okay. I couldn't remember which
1: one was first. And then the twenty eighth against Pittsburghs, so we wear them three times in February alone. Uh, once against Vancouver on uh, March twentieth, and one more time against the LA Kings on April third. Nice. Well, speaking of the LA Kings, that's oh, our last game to talk yeah. about. Yeah. How do you like? How do you like that segue, buddy? <laughs> that was okay. That was okay. It worked. Yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah, it was but okay. like, we could have hyped it up a bit more. I think so. We'll do better next time. Speaking of the LA Kings, oh,
0: yeah. That's the next game we got to talk about. Fuck the Kings. (laughs) (laughs) A little too much hype, I think. Nah, not enough. Well, this game was a 3 1 win against
1: our division and
0: state rivals, and I guess city rivals, because they're basically the same city at this point. Um, We all got the win right. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I
1: I think we were a little too optimistic on our score. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. You
0: said 5 2,
1: I said 5 3.
0: Steven said 3 2,
1: pretty close. Yeah, yeah not too I had the I had the spread right at least. Wait, no, you didn't. I had yeah. the spread. What? Oh no, never mind. Yeah, I can't math. Trying to steal my thunder. <laughs> I can't math. Yeah, I can tell.
0: <laughs> Mountain Dew going right to your head. Yeah. Uh, so quick was in net for the L.A. Kings here. He was not so quick. Not so quick. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you haven't heard that one before. <laughs> he too many times. Only stopped twenty-five shots of twenty-eight for an eight-nine-three save percentage, and we saw Ryan Miller. For the first time in what seems like forever.
1: First time in 2020, I think. Uh no, he played for? the you know, he played the last game before the all-star break.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But he faced a whopping 47 shots from the Kings. Stopped 46 <laughs> of them for a 979. That's ridiculous,
1: save guys. I just talked about how our defense was doing good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what
1: the hell? Uh,
0: I don't even know, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, to start off this uh this game, like it was really all Anaheim ducks. Like, they're yeah. just putting shot after shot. But unfortunately, Quick made it. The first
1: save. Wow. Yeah. We, oh, my God. He made a <laughs> save. Then he made two. Oh, my God. And then three. Oh, my God. Like, what the hell? And then he made four yeah. and five. And then we lost count. <laughs> yeah, because then I was already drinking a couple of beers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was I was having a beer for each save quick made. So, uh, yeah, I kind of went downhill from there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, didn't think we were going to get that many shots. Yeah. Or oh, that many
0: saves. Oh, that many really. saves. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but a lot of the Anaheim shots were just from the outside, so not a lot of high quality saves for for Quick there. But no. um, so th- yeah, that's that's really the reason that those saves were happening. Yeah, um,
1: they were just like the like the low part of the bar, not the top shelf at all.
0: Yeah, uh, Self manages to get a high slot shot though to cause some chaos in front of the net, but we can't beat Quick quite yet. No, he's
1: too quick. Too quick for now. <laughs> Kelly's not quick enough. We're gonna okay. We're gonna beat that joke like into the ground on this episode. We're going to beat it into the the ground,
0: pull it back out and beat it more into the ground. (laughs) Kasha then passed the puck behind the net to Sam Steele who very smartly fakes going behind the net, makes a no-look backhand to Max Jones, who's just in front, and he catches Quick cheating. And Quick was not quick enough to get back over to that post and make the save on Jones there.
1: You cheat, you can't be quick. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, one nothing for the Anaheim decks here in the first period. Realized that actually didn't make sense how I said it. Nope, but that's why we're beating not it into the ground. Yeah, just beating it into the ground. Miller with his best
0: save so far in this game with a tip on the rush from Jeff Carter. And yeah, just... Miller was quicker than quick to make that save. I would say, <laughs> goes both way, guys. Here we go. <laughs> L.A. does start to get some shots though. Like they were getting demolished. I think like eleven to two or eleven to three at yeah. one point. Uh, but they did manage to to catch up. Not a lot of high quality chances though. Again, just like win the face off shot and Miller makes the
1: easy save. Yeah, it was again, just a so. bunch of set plays essentially from L.A. Yeah. In the
0: dying seconds of the period though, Henrique steals the puck in the offensive zone makes a no-look backhander to Fowler quick shot and just rings it off the post so again quick not quick enough but the post was quicker
1: (laughs) and the the post is standing still
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's what you think but actually it just moves so fast that you don't even see it yeah it just
1: like jolts out five feet and it's like nope not allowed (laughs) (laughs) moving on to the
0: second period here shot by Fowler again is tipped in front with a loose stick by Grant again just elite center, big body Grant just manages to get his stick in the way of that shot and uh, gets his 11th goal of the season so the Ducks are now up 2-0. Yeah I
1: can imagine with uh, that elite status he does have a pretty loose stick sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Let's save it to the quick jokes How do you okay? like that one? <laughs> yeah, no, Let's keep it to the quick jokes
0: <laughs> uh, Fowler and Manson with assists on that goal by Grant there. Good puck movement from the Ducks leads to more good chances but uh, quick,
1: maybe a little quicker just a little bit. Just a tad. He a red bull during the uh, the intermission there.
0: Yeah. Wore <laughs> off about halfway through, though, <laughs> which we'll get to in a second. Uh, L.A., on the rush, manages to also rip one off the post. Lots of posts in this game, actually. Yeah. Uh, before Miller can even react, seemingly, like, just a just a quick shot by whoever I'm supposed to care about on L.A.
1: there. Yeah, post got more work in this game than I think his tripper pole does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, keep it to the quick tricks. <laughs> uh, Man, I'm just going here for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Uh,
0: some good cycling by the Ducks following a, a huge kill of an LA power play leads to a bomb by Larson that uh, manages to beat Jonathan Quick. Again, not quick enough. Not quick enough. That was Larson's second goal of the season, and assists go to Silverberg and Raquel. So we're up 3 nothing.
1: But also, like, like you said, that was a bomb of a shot. Just, yeah, just a huge clapper. Like watching that game with you, like we were both just like, "Oh shit, all right." Yeah, <laughs>
0: where'd that come from? <laughs> pretty much, like I want to see more from that. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe his first goal was a bomb from the point as well. If pretty sure it. So it was pretty recent. Yeah, but yeah, uh, LA gets another power play. However, shot by Toffoli sneaks through Miller and uh, manages to go across the line. Initially waved off. But upon review they do call it a good goal i don't understand the ref's explanation i don't understand what i'm trying to say either
1: but <laughs> you're still making more sense than the ref did trying to give that explanation though oh my god thanks buddy but yeah
0: i mean for sure it was a goal but like it took a while to get yeah to, you know <laughs> la was strong late in the period however got nothing to show for it uh miller was stronger quick not so strong not so strong yeah and uh, just in the interest of time, we're going to skip the third period because really nothing happened. Three-one uh, final. Fuck the Kings. Fuck the Kings. Let's move on. So, while this is all exciting news, going two and one and beating the Kings and stuff, we've got a little bit of sad news. I'm sure you guys all know what happened with uh, Kobe Bryant and his his daughter Gigi and the seven other helicopter victims as well. Um, obviously, huge for really just the state of California and like everyone in LA and sports in general. Like, very very sad news to hear.
1: Yeah, I guess we didn't talk about this on the last episode because this happened be last Sunday. Yeah, a week ago today. So it was yeah. like as we just finished the episode for the last Monday episode was when we found out what happened. But that was more just like the initial uh, Kobe had passed. Mm-hmm. We didn't know about Gigi or who else really yet. Yeah. Um, so that's why we hadn't really said anything, I guess, just because we didn't know all the information either. Obviously, with uh, with Kobe
0: playing it for the L.A. Lakers, some video tributes in this game and during other L.A. Anaheim San Jose games as well. Uh, but Gibson came out with a special mask for a few games here. Um, I believe, I think he prem- like premiered it in just before this Kings game.
1: Yeah, the uh, here I have the tweet here actually from the Ducks uh, showing it off. Uh, this was, this was, uh, he, well, he wore the mask during the Tampa Bay game. Okay. And then he
0: also wore it during the LA game,
1: I believe. Yeah. So on the left-hand side here, I'm just taking a look at the pictures currently. You had, uh, his, uh, Kobe Bryant's, uh, two, four with 2009, 2010 and 81 on the side. I'm assuming those are championships and maybe birth year 81. I'm honestly not too sure. Yeah, I know he had a couple championships there, and then on the other side you have uh, his other uh, jersey number number eight with 2000, 2001, and 2002. So, do you actually want to just search that up and see like when Bryant's championships were there? And then yeah, you have like the the L.A. Anaheim uh, skyline on there, the Ducks logo with Bryant's face uh, in the in the duck. Uh, in the duck foot, I guess. And then the back of the mask having, uh, Brian and, uh, his daughter Gigi there, uh, the kind of their silhouettes with halos and their Jersey numbers. And then the, uh, the names of the other people who were, uh, who were in the crash as well. So, uh, yeah, very touching tribute by, uh, by Gibson there. And that mask was also done up by shell shock, which, uh, I believe is a painter in California. Um, but yeah, this mask looks amazing. And yeah, like I just said, it's a, a great tribute, I think. So, yeah, for sure. Um, to go back to what you were asking there, his championships were 2000,
0: 2002, 2010, 2001, 2009. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's be, what that is. I'm, what I'm not sure what the 81 are. is for. He was born in 78. So, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what the 81 is for. If, uh, if you know, maybe just message us cause yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, that's all we got for news there. So. Uh, let's
0: move on to the standings update here. I guess a couple weeks ago because uh, we didn't have any games, you know, the last week with the the week off there. But really, the, the span of a week in terms of games for for the standings here. So yeah. not a whole lot shifted. Um, top two are still Vancouver and Edmonton with sixty four and sixty two points respectively, moving up from fifty eight and fifty seven. Vegas and Calgary swapped third and fourth positions. Vegas now with sixty one points. Calgary with sixty. Both of them had fifty seven uh just before this, so they've moved up a little bit as well. Arizona fifty seven points a couple weeks ago, fifty nine now, so we managed to play spoiler a little bit and uh not let them move up too much. Um I thought Arizona has looked kinda
1: weak so far. Yeah, so uh, say it's been a little bit of a fall from grace for Arizona for the last little while. It's not that they haven't like they've been playing terrible hockey, but you know, you had those injuries to Ranta and uh Kemper there. Yeah. And yeah, that kind of hurt them a little bit going from first for quite a while to fifth now in the division, so.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. It, I mean, <laughs> this is kind of their, their first slump of the season right now this week and what kind of happened in January as well. So it, it was bound to happen at some point where, where there's injuries or they fall off a little bit. But Yeah, just I, kind I of a bad time down. to have it. Yeah, for sure. Like right before the trade deadline, so. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, though, that has left uh, a little bit of room for us to maybe sneak in a little bit as well as the other California teams but we'll we'll see if that actually happens. So yep. uh, San Jose moved up from forty six points to forty eight, still holding that sixth spot. We managed to close the gap a little bit on them, going from forty three to forty seven. Oh uh, with, yeah, still with a game in hand as well. So we might yeah, be able yeah. to pass them. That'd be pretty sick. That'd be great. Yeah, and uh, but also,
1: do we want to? Like, it, I it's, mean,
0: I want to want to beat the California teams, Nate. I want to
1: beat the California teams, but I also want like a chance for like a top five yeah i mean
0: (laughs) we could still we could still do it
1: think we still do it yeah i think we're lucky
0: all right about time that we won a draft lottery so yeah uh and then la moved from 41 points to 43 so not a huge improvement there in those those three games they played (laughs) all. i'm just glad we're ahead of them they still haven't hit 20 wins yet so maybe they'll go like i don't know what would they have to do 29 losses um so yeah 19 and 50 something and five That'd be sick Yeah The rest of the season Without a win Uh, So Detroit's
1: just going Whoa 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 Hey There can only be one shit here (laughs) Yeah So
0: Calgary and Arizona Are holding the wild card spots So We're actually not too far Out of a wild card If you think About it We're only 12 points out Behind Arizona Uh, I mean 12
1: points is a lot But also You have one team Get on a roll And one team Kind of get into a slump Mm -hmm. And that can change Really quickly
0: yeah, for sure. Especially with how close this division is right now. Anyways, yeah, it's like, it, it's, it's possible, it, you know, it's not out of the question. Shall we move on to the upcoming game here we got to talk about? Oh, yeah. already. So, upcoming game, February 4th, which is a Tuesday. Uh, so, I guess tomorrow for when you guys are listening to this, if it's Monday. Um, against the Ottawa Senators, which is... I guess the first second game of this road trip officially, but kind of really technically the first. Yeah. With the first one being in LA. So 4:30 Pacific 7:30 Eastern. So early games cause it's over on the other side of the, the continent, I guess I was going to say country, but Anaheim's in, <laughs> in America. States. So. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Continent is correct. I'm glad you know your. are uh,
0: glad I know my geography.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Geography, social studies. Yeah.
0: All right. Do you want
1: to give us some stats here, Nate? Sure. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, so, leading the Ottawa Senators, you have uh, All Star Anthony DeClair, uh, 51 games played. He has 21 goals, 13 assists for 34 points. Uh, Connor Brown is right behind him, 52 games played, 10 goals, 23 assists for 33 points. And then uh, Jean Gabriel Peugeot with uh, 50 games played, 20 goals, 12 assists for 32 points.
0: I'm impressed by Connor Brown's numbers there.
1: I didn't know, realize he was having
0: as good of a season as he is. I mean, for how good of a season you can have on on Ottawa, but
1: yeah, but even like I don't know, Ottawa's kind of an interesting thing because like you know you're they're going through a rebuild, their ownership is absolute trash, and it seems like everything else kind of about the whole situation in Ottawa is trash, but at the same time, it's really allowed some of these players like Duclair and Pajot to really kind of step up and, in a way, kind of show what level they can be at because they're given kind of an opportunity even on like a crap team yeah
0: that's true and yeah definitely can't take anything away from those guys like they've just been unreal so far so where's brady kachuk uh just out of curiosity because uh, he went to the all-star game as well.
1: yeah brady kachuk uh has 15 goals 14 assists for 29 points so he's not too far out of that uh top group
0: okay yeah that's pretty good because this is is this technically his rookie season or no this no is he played last year this is a yeah. sophomore okay yeah, so he's playing on that top line there with uh, J.G. Pajot and Connor Brown. So he's playing with some guys that can produce as well. And yeah, that's really good to see for him and really boost his confidence. Getting getting some minutes against some really tough uh, defensemen as well and, and other top lines. So um, yeah, really good to see him maybe uh, getting some good experience in the NHL.
1: Yeah, he might. I mean, we could see kind of a quote-unquote slump year, I guess, like the sophomore slump from Kachuk last year he played 71 games and had 45 points he's currently at 29 in 52 but you know if he plays the last 30 games he could go over that and have a career high for his second year which would be great for him but um yeah just with how Ottawa's been going this year I'm not too sure if he will actually beat it but it's not like not a terrible slump by any means I guess but
0: yeah no for sure yeah, definitely not at all but
1: yeah we'll take a I should
0: mention we're just going to take a little bit more time since this is our, is our first meeting against Ottawa, just going through these lines here so. yeah uh, second line we've got Vladislav Nemesnikov, Chris Tierney, and Anthony declare uh, again, a pretty solid second line. I think that's a good second line for really really any team like those are some good top six middle six guys right there.
1: yeah so that's uh, you said declare Tierney and uh, Nemestnikov. yeah so Declare has thirty four points as I said earlier Tierney has 27 and Nemestnikov has 22.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, I, knew Mesne- I knew Nemesnikov was having a pretty good season. Uh, he had just come over from New York there Yeah, at the, at the Rangers there where he wasn't doing so hot. So, yeah, that really worked out in his favor, I would say. Third line, we've got Tyler Ennis, Colin White, and Drake Batherson. Uh, again, three three
1: solid bottom six
0: guys. They're not the best bottom six guys, but they'll do for sure.
1: Sorry, you said it was Ennis, uh Bathurst. Ennis White and Batherson. Okay, so Tyler Ennis is actually fourth in scoring for this Ottawa club. Uh, 52 games played and 30 points. Taking a look here. Sorry, Batherson uh, is on the low end. 13 games played and only 6 points. And then uh, Colin White has 45 games played and 14 points. So Tyler Ennis is definitely leading that line.
0: Yes. So then fourth line, we've got Philip uh, Schlapik. We're going with that. Schlapik. <laughs> Philip Schlapek. Schlapek. Artem Anisimov and Scott Saberin on the fourth line there, which Daily Faceoff has ranked as the number 11th, uh, fourth forward line, uh, which, I mean, maybe. Uh, Anisimov's pretty good. Saberin's pretty good. I, I don't know much about Philip Schlapek, but.
1: Um, uh, yeah. Saberin has three points in 19 games. Schlapek has 27 games played, five points. And sorry, who was that last one? Uh, Anisimov. Anisimov has 34 games played in 12 points. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's I, kind I of what you'd uh, expect from some bottom...
1: That's, p- not that's not what I would call it top... That's not what I would call it an 11-spot fourth line. Unless yeah. All the other fourth lines are just absolute crap. Yeah, which
0: I don't think is the <laughs> case. T- because like, that's
1: 20 more fourth lines that are apparently worse than that one. Yeah. And that one together has... Let's see if I can do some quick math. Eight. And... Sorry, who would you say... Who was who was it again sorry traffic and Nimov saburn Nisimov uh, that's literally 20 points on that fourth line
0: yeah so I think that, that maybe they're they're taking into account like you know offensive zone time defensive zone time maybe they're really good at yeah. just playing a, a good solid offensive game without generating just a, yeah, offense, a you good know? checking like, line yeah so I mean I, I don't know I don't know enough about Ottawa I don't see enough of their games to know but I mean it's if their job is to be a good checking line, I, I think that those are three guys that can do that for sure. So, yeah, uh, moving on to defense here, we got Thomas Shabbat on the top pairing with Ron Hainsey. I'll just give you all of them right now. Second pairing, Mark Borowiczki with Dylan DeMello. Third pairing, Mike Riley with Nikita Zaitsev. Honestly, that's,
1: I that's I pretty I think, good. That's
0: pretty good defense, yeah. A lot of young guys, I would say, uh, like, mostly Shabbat. I think Borowiczki's, how old is he? I don't, I'm actually not sure, but. I think in a few years, this defense is going to be absolutely disgusting. So um, uh, Borowiczki no is 30 years old. Okay, yeah, I thought he was older. But yeah, you know, Shabbat, I think Mike Riley's pretty young. Zaitsev's middle of the pack. Yeah, like, wh- what do you have to say about
1: these uh, defensive pairings here? Yeah, it's not terrible. That uh, that top line has 41 points uh, this season between Hainsey and... Uh, Shabbat, mind you, Shabbat's really leading that there with 30 of those 41 okay, points. Yeah. But I mean, hey, like your your partners essentially, right? So, um, it, it you can't split it up because it's so like part of the play, I guess. But yeah, generally,
0: like you know, you have one offensive guy, one defensive guy yeah. on, on your top pairing as well. So, you know, Ron Hainsey allows Shabbat to be more offensive. and
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's why Ottawa, I'd say, signed him to that deal uh, earlier this year. So yeah,
0: so yeah, and then uh, for goaltenders, we can get into them and their stats. We got Craig Anderson and Marcus
1: Hogberg. Uh, yeah, so Craig Anderson has 24 games played, has a 7-12 and two record with a 3.19 goals against and a 9.01 save percentage. Still better than both goalies in LA. Yeah, and uh, Hogberg has played 13 games, has a 2-3 and six record. Uh, three flat goals against average and a nine one zero save percentage. You also have Anders Nilsson in there, who's set, who's played the second most uh games, but I think Nilsson's hurt at the moment. Yeah, he's out with a concussion. I'm trying to see if he'll be back, but I'll let you know. Uh, yeah. So he's played twenty games, has a nine nine and two record, a three one eight goals against, and a nine zero eight save percentage. So yeah, in terms of uh. In terms of the stats, there Hogberg's kind of leading the way, even though his record doesn't look the greatest at two, three, and six. But he's he's pulling points somehow uh, for this team when he has to play. Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Yeah, it looks like uh, Nielsen's still dealing with his concussion. Um, no word when he's going to be back yet. But yeah, Ho- Anderson and Hogberg are doing really well right now for sure. So pretty pretty good tandem they got going in Ottawa. Definitely can't take them lightly. They're definitely one of the teams where you know where you say any team in the NHL is capable of winning on any given night. Like this is definitely one of those teams that you can't take lightly. They have a very strong team. That's maybe just a little bit inexperienced. So yeah. Uh, Do you have a prediction for
1: this game? I do. I'm going to call a four, two win for the ducks. Okay. Um, As much as you, yeah, as much as we've talked about what you just said of like a team can kind of win on any given night. um, I think the ducks can beat this Ottawa squad and uh, yeah, I think they'll, they'll do it in decisive fashion i'd say so mm-hmm. yeah i i agree with how how good the ducks looked both offensively
0: and defensively over these last few games we just talked about i think ottawa should be no problem if they come out and play the same way uh, so i'm calling a 4-1 win there you go yeah uh, hopefully gibson can keep it up yep smack them ottawa bitches <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> all right well thank you guys for listening this podcast as always is a production of the hockey podcast network if you want to listen to more podcasts from the perspectives of other teams be sure to check out other shows on the hockey podcast network they have one for each of the 31 nhl teams this is also a good time to mention in case you missed the last episode every show is getting its own uh feed so you no longer have to scroll through the entire network feed and all the shows to get to the ones you want to listen to
1: oh
0: that being said still support the network if you uh If you listen to multiple shows, say you listen to four or five, that's probably the easiest place to get them rather than subscribing to multiple feeds. But if you just listen to us, then we will have our own feed, uh, I believe, sometime this week, uh, potentially next week. It does take a a while for uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify to to process new feeds, so we'll have to see. But definitely keep an eye out for that, and we'll let you know when it's up. As always, episodes come out every Monday and Thursday. You can follow us on Twitter at Pod and the network at HackyPodNet. Hockey Podnet. <laughs> and if you would like to hear more from us, you can check us out on the Shooting Around Show with new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Shooting Around. Thanks again for listening, and go Ducks Go. Eh.